How's it going, everybody? Gabriel Santiago here. So this is the Speaking of Harmony podcast, episode 64. All right, today we're going to talk about a, a specific chord. Um, actually, specifically about a chord duality, right? A chord that can sort of like portray different functions. And, um, you know, depending on the situation and the context, it can label this chord differently. It depends on where, you come, where it's coming from or where it's going uh, to resolve at, right? It's a very interesting chord. This, this sounds you just heard me playing in the beginning. Uh, this is the chord that we're gonna take a look at, right? Before we go into that, if you really like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Activate the little bell thing notification, right? This is all my social media stuff. I'll keep up with what I'm doing. If you really wanna be in touch with me more, this is the Discord chat channel. So you can get in touch. Uh, basically, every day I'm there chatting uh, with people and exchanging information and videos and all that stuff. Also, if you would like to support me, here's my Patreon link in the card over here, and you can see the link here. I have exclusive content for the patrons, right? This video is presented by my patrons, right? So join the team and hang out at Patreon over there. It's been really fun to be making exclusive content to them. So what chord is that that I'm talking about? Well, uh, this chord that I use all the time, but in different situations, different scenarios, and I, I would personally call this chord two different things depending on where it's coming from, right? Um, you can think of this chord as two things. Let me play something for you now, like a very... Um, Tonic, beautiful E major thing. Just kind of messing around with this tune by the great Tony Wachter. This is called Manuel Weldas. We're just kind of like, you know, jamming on that sort of some kind of harmony from that song. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. I will leave uh, the song here linked in the uh, description so you can check it out by the great Tony Wachter. The recording, uh, Pat Metheny is playing on it and soloing, beautiful solo. It's actually one of his favorite solos that he said he, he liked his own solo on that tune. It's a beautiful song and it's in E major, right? So it's something like that, right? So this chord here. What is this chord? Check out the song, but basically, I'm talking about this chord here. What is that chord, right? People label this chord differently, but I also do, but in different contexts. Like on this context right here, for me, it's clear that this is a E major at a ninth with the third on the bass. For me, this is the chord. 
bass, right? So you have a E major with on the bass, right? And then that's F sharp right there, right? You can also put it octave up, so we have this kind of solution, right? Or here. There's, there's a way of voicing this chord, like this thing that kind of like, you know, go merging to this other area that, that I'll cover, but not on this video. But on this case, nonetheless, this chord, for me, it's clear, you know, I can put the root on the top here. And I'm really uh, specific about actually putting the root on the top, like here, E on this case. But this kind of shape, right? For me, it's clear this is an E major. We like super E major E, right? For me, this is clear that we go win back into E major, right? A4. Could be plenty stuff like for you know hours and hours, just like woo, just so beautiful. And you walk, that's great. So for me, this chord is a E major at the ninth with the bass on the third, right? A few people would call this chord okay. This is a G minor, G sharp minor, minor seven, right? G sharp minor seven with a sharp five, right? Some people will call this chord this. I call this chord this, but not here, and I'll tell you why. Because for me, we're clearly for me, this is clearly the E major with the third of the bass, and they just added the ninth, right? I don't see that chord being. A G sharp minor seven, uh, sharp five, and I'll tell you when I would consider this chord, this type of chord. But in this particular case, for me, it's it's really clear that this is a very diatonic, in the key of E major. In this case, a third degree, uh, a a uh, first degree with the second first. Sorry, ah, the the first degree with the first inversion. Yes, all right. <laughs> it took me a while, but that's the first degree E major with the third on the bass, first inversion, and this chord itself is, uh, it has, has a nine added to the chord, right? So it's a triad. A ninth added to the chord, right? That's how I would call this chord, right? Um, when would I call this chord the daughter chord, right? The uh, minor seven sharp five, right? In um, different situations. If I would voice this chord like this, um, you see that the type of harmony that the chord will inform would help me to label the chord. So if I, in a situation like that, a super diatonic, in this case E major, for me it's clear.
situation like that, I'll totally uh, label this chord uh, E major at the ninth with the third on the bass, like G sharp. But if I'm in a situation like this, uh, you know. This kind of thing, when I, I'm clearly ascending with the fifth, right? You see that I'm clearly sharpening the fifth. I'm going here, a minor seven chord, in this case, C sharp minor, right? I'll totally label this chord a minor seven sharp five uh, chord, right? Another way that I have to, that I kind of figure out myself how to label this chord is, uh, it, it's like a scenario that happens when um, you can substitute this chord for a half diminished chord, right? That happens, uh, and then it's okay, I would probably call this other chord a minor seven sharp five, because I can substitute through the minor seven flat five, right? So the flat five and the sharp five are just being swap swappable here. Then in this case, minor seven, either flat five or sharp five, right? You know, I have a situation like this, uh, you know. Uh, right, situation like this. If I have a situation like that, let's say G major, right? right? This is a uh, G sharp half diminished or G sharp minor flat five, right? So I can substitute this chord for this one. Right? You see that I put the exact same shape from the other song. But you see how here the context changed drastically, right? I'm coming from this. It's E major, but here. You see how here, we're just speaking with this half diminished chord. Right? So in this case here, I would use, uh, if I use this particular voicing, I would probably voice it G sharp minor seven sharp five. Because I'm swapping the flat five with the sharp five. So any time or every time if you want that you find yourself um, on a, you know, half diminished chord progression, either a two of something or you know uh, six or whatever situation you, you find yourself in with a half diminished know that you can use this chord you can substitute it right so I can do you know uh, if I do let's say a uh, two five of uh, B minor right Right? 
see I use C sharp half diminished here, right? Two of the five of the one, which is B minor in this case. That's our classic C half diminished or C sharp minor seven flat five, right? But on this case, I use I use the sharp five. See? I can swap around the flat five for the sharp five. On this case, I will use minor seven sharp five, right? In this particular scenario. Um, and I'll show you in a little bit a, a tune that gets you right in this scenario, actually including the, the actual root D sharp, you see in a bit. But uh, this particular voicing always remind me of a very like uh, quartal kind of harmony. Well, because if you voice this chord this way, right, you have a fourth uh, uh, triad here on the top, right, and you also have a fourth here on the order uh, triad, and then another triad with four, fourth voicing, right, fourth voicing. So you have a fourth chord, like all the way, right, if you voice it this way. But of course, if I don't use my fourth string here and just this, still I have a fourth voicing, right? Of um, stacked fourth, right? So this sound of the fourth kind of really hint me at that type of voicing, the minor um, minor uh, seven sharp five, right? I can go stuff like that. have all this you know quarto kind of harmony right um, that's very similar to this type of voicing that I really love to use all the time right like this kind of chord I could make a case to put this kind of voice in there because this voicing like here I will take this note and octave up, right? So I'll get this voice I'm talking about. Right? But I use this type, particular type of voicing for this type of chord on a different scenario when I'm like mixing up with this. This kind of sound, right? This kind of thing, which is what I call, I call it the shape, which I probably have other videos talking about that. I mix that with this other type of language, although the kind of the same thing, right? This, but I always put this particular voicing with the fourth. So I guess my point here is when I use this minor seven sharp five, I'm always sort of evoking that fourth, this quarto kind of sound. See. And that is different than this other type, right? Just very diatonic, so you can clearly see the context here. Or
right? You can do like, a, let's say, a sequence of two fives, for instance, right? Just sort of this. So. Right? Just start at uh, F sharp, half diminished, right? Going B7, then E, half diminished, going to A7, then D, half diminished going to G7, then resolving to C, right? So for each of these half diminished, I also will play around with introducing, you know, the swapping the flat five of the chord for the sharp five, thus having that effect of the chord, right? Uh, Pass the C. Let me go back there. So, uh, you see, that's really cool. So we have this, this, this basically just this inner voice is moving the flat fly five moving to the sharp five. On this case, actually, sharp five moving down to flat five, right? Because I did. Five sharp five. Flat five. Flat five. Flat five. Flat five. Right. So you see here is a, a really practical application of this chord, right? Of the uh, minor seven uh, sharp five. Right. That's how we use it when when it's, it's sort of like a. a swappable with the half diminished the minor seven flat five so i use the minor seven sharp five right so now let's take a look at this tune that i love it's it's, it's jobin week right Antonio carlos jobin and uh his birthday was a couple of days ago right uh what would have been his birthday so let's take a look at insensitive how insensitive right which by the way i recorded and you can watch it here click here in the cart I have a version here. You can check it out. Um, it's also in the uh, comments as well if you want to take a look at the, the link. Um, so that tune has this this particular spot where you can fit both. You can either do one or the other, and that's so cool because that's a you know sort of like a, the the Bermuda Triangle, right? When you have this you know sort of like a, a, a conjunction of things that you can both use, you know. Uh, both labels will work probably. So we have this, and right at the beginning, you go like a. There you go. Woo, here. This particular chord here. That's the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> that I'm talking about. So if you follow, you know, maybe the original harmony or something, there will be something like here. Of this chord, right? Be the inversion of the fifth, then you know, A minor, six. So that would be E major over C sharp, right? In that situation I was talking about would be E major with the third in the bass. In this case, you could use the other ninth, and this way you'll be a more like triadic kind of sound, right? 
can do that. Uh, and a bunch of people, when they, you know, they blow over this tune, they think of E major here, right? One of them, Pat Metheny, he, when he solo, he plays this song, he recorded several times in, in DVDs and stuff. He plays over E major over here, right? Let's let's explore that other version, the other approach, right? That I personally would use usually when I play this tune. You can check on, on my version. You see, uh, here I do the diminish, right? Flat 13. So you get things a little tense, already sort of anticipating what's gonna come, right? But I'm thinking of this chord. See again the swapping thing that you can do? So if I'm thinking of this chord, F sharp, minor 7, flat 5, I can use uh, G sharp, not F sharp, sorry, G sharp, minor, flat 5, I can use D sharp, minor, sharp 5, like. You see? So I can think of that. That and that chord can substitute the other one. So if I'm like playing, you know, blowing over these changes, I'm thinking of half the minutes here, right? minor here, right? Locrian 9, Locrian 2, or whatever you want to call it. Because I'm thinking of this chord like this. So instead of thinking of of E major here, right? I can think of B uh, melodic minor or uh, Locrian 9 over G sharp because this will be a half diminished, right? this right I'll think of this the exchange that I was showing you in the exercise right so how insensitive is a great tune to test out that and and there's not really a uh, right or wrong approach here like both work right uh, you should experiment with yourself both both approaches and see which one you like the most right I personally like the second one most because um, a lot of people already do that a major kind of E major uh, thing here because that's what is in, in the tune if I'm not mistaken um, so you can use that and kind of take this song a little you know a different direction right if you will um, that's a really cool thing so this chord has this sort of duality right that it can be you know
super like epic, happy, major, kind of hopeful kind of vibe, right? Super Tony Walter, you know, that Manuel Waldas song. You can have that. Or you can take that into a more, you know, like sort of like darker uh, sounding thing if you think as the substitute for a subdominant chord. So we have, you know, The, those are like the two sounds you can get with this chord. It's a very interesting chord. Let alone the third option, which I really didn't talk about, which is this kind of sound, right? Which you can talk about on a different episode, which it takes to the a really different place, even different from these two, right? So you dig that? Uh, it's a cool chord. You should experiment with it. How, how about you? What do you think? How will you use this chord? For instance, on how insensitive, how would you use this chord? Let me know in the comment. Right? I want to hear what would you use or how you, you know, if you played this song already, uh, how do you use that chord? Do you have this half diminished kind of approach here, or you play like an E major kind of thing? This is the inversion. Or have you played this chord not only on this tune but in different situations? You know, this is very steely Danish, right? There's a lot of stuff on steely Danish, like this kind of fourth voicing, like this. They can use as well and, and jazz of course right it's all, all over the place but I really want to hear from you what do you think uh, when using this chords I'm curious now right uh, if you really like that stuff and you think that's you know uh, worth following me please give it a follow on uh, YouTube here's my channel information and you can uh, you know just hit the bell the notifications so you get you know to know when there's a new video coming up and also here's my social media information you can get connected with me if you want to get a lesson with me there is a free lesson available on the link below on the, on the description of the video you can catch that right if you're also interested in this type of course and, and brazilian music and play you know this kind of voicings and like you know really rhythm and Brazilian stuff I have a course available it's called the art of Brazilian guitar which I can also link here in the description of the video you should check it out there's a lot of stuff coming out of this course I'm updating the course all the time with new things I'm already filming some new content that people really enjoy if you like this type of music you dig that so take a look at that thank you for sticking around and uh, I'll see you in the next video all right see you around